At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into the program. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. You're the host, live from Denver, Colorado today, James Salinas. James, what's going on? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Good afternoon to you, Patna. How was your weekend this, out there in, in the fun and the sun of oh, Sin City, Las Vegas? It was fabulous. It was fabulous Las Vegas, right? So the weekend was fabulous. Um, you know, the thing about Vegas, James, uh, about 40 weeks out of the year, uh, I will be Julie McCoy, like cruise director from Love Boat. Because everybody's coming into town and, and, you know, you're trying to just show everybody a good time and show everybody around town. So about 40 weeks of the, uh, of the year, that happens to me. At Captain Stubing, too, huh? I guess you're <laughs> yeah. playing multiple roles out there. <laughs> right. so, and are they coming out in, uh, and coming out in July in the, in the midst of the heat and, and getting out to the pools? I mean, what, is, what does summertime look like out there for you? I mean, you grew up in Las Vegas, right? Bruce, so you've, you're, you know what it's like. You're accustomed to being in that kind of weather. For somebody like me, I'm, I melt in the heat. For you, <laughs> how, is, how does that work when visitors come in? Can they hang with you through a weekend in Las Vegas? Well, it depends on the night. It does. Uh, like a Friday night, you got to be able to hang. Now, 
down. Saturday is kind of a recovery day, right? That's typically how it happens out here. But Friday night, you get after it. Uh, so I actually had uh, some friends are in town, the USA basketball, whether it's football or basketball players in town, right, all over the place, James. Uh, and we actually met up with, the, with a group of uh, the fellas like about 2.30 in the morning on Friday. And they're like, Pritch, how do you do this? I'm like, well, I don't. <laughs> you guys do this. I'm just out here because you guys are hanging out. Uh, but, no, everybody comes to town. They want to lose their minds and, and, and hang out all night if they can and try to get it in, James. And, and I guess that's the, that's the way uh, of Vegas uh, for people that's coming in from out of town. That's how it works, right? You get in there, you can, you don't have windows, you don't have clocks, you don't know what day or time it is. 24-7 fun. Right. Fun in the sun. Now, I hit the 50 club this year, Pritch, so, yeah, I don't know about those 2.30 a.m. start times for me. We'll get we'll get after it soon enough, but that might be the end game, not the start time. All right, but you had a great weekend. I hope uh, I catch the uh, over. Yep. Uh, in game five, uh, even though the pace of play didn't suggest that the over was going to cash there. I mean, but it was an incredibly efficient basketball game, though. You're talking about 91 and a half uh, possessions per 48 minutes right there from a from a pace standpoint. But an efficiency standpoint off the charts for the Bucks and the Suns. I mean, both teams just shot absolutely lights out from everywhere on the floor, in particular from three. The, the Bucks hit 50% of their threes. The Suns didn't take as much volume, not as many three-point shots as, as we've seen so far in the series. Only 19 attempts, but they did hit 13 of those. And for the most part, the Suns are going to live in that mid-range, mid-range area with Paul and Booker with those pull-up jumpers and trying to get the ball inside to DeAndre Ayton to get some touches in the paint as well, which they were able to, to do at least early early they were but but ultimately in that game there was the it was the defensive side for starters I mean it was the thinking not getting back in transition I think coach Monty Williams definitely made that a, a key point of emphasis in his post-game pressers a, a few different pressers that I saw uh, not happy with the transition defense in a sense not so much that they were giving up a lot of uh, a lot of easy baskets but the fact that they were not getting back in transition stopping the basketball and l- leads to a lot of secondary breaks where you can flatten out the defense kick it back out to the to open shooters on the perimeter and that's where the bucks really feasted being able to have so many open touches and open looks and confidence to knock them down and in particular drew holiday especially the first couple uh, first half third through the three quarters he was the best player on the floor mm-hmm. on either team out there i know booker had a sensational game and we've been talking about drew holiday and his impact on this series on the defensive end picking up chris paul full court each and every possession for the most part definitely in game four uh, but then if Found that shooting touch as well, playing with a lot of confidence. Drew Holiday, best player on the court uh, in game five. Yeah, uh, mature too. Uh, People forget that, you know, I think he's 30, 31 years old. Uh, He's been around for a little bit here too. So you're talking about a player that's mature uh, as opposed to the youngsters out there right now currently for the Suns is trying to find their way uh, as the pressure mounts as we get deeper and deeper into the series. And and certainly the pressure is going to mount. But a lot to recap in terms of Game 5, a lot to look forward to uh, in terms of Game 6 too. the layoff. Has that been beneficial to the Bucs? So so much to discuss uh, on the program. Ben Fox, our VP of Digital Content, uh, is going to be on the program in the second hour as well. So a lot to break down. Major League Baseball all over the place. Cannot wait to get your thoughts on that as well, James Salinas. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada, your other host from fabulous Denver, Colorado, uh, James Salinas today. Uh, so, James, the Bucks they get that win on the road, 123-119. 
Um, so three games in a row for the Bucks. Uh, a lot of people are say, saying that, okay, the momentum's on their side. Uh, as we look at this, I, I want to go back to what I said last week. I, I've seen this movie before, you know, down 0-2. Uh, and then here you go, the Bucks against the Nets. They get back in it. They prevail. They win the series. They move on. Here they are in the finals. Uh, so this wasn't foreign to them. I thought if they could match the energy uh, on the road in Phoenix, uh, they had a great chance of that game. I cashed a ticket to the over. I did not select a, slot, a side in that game, though. Um, and think about both teams, Pritch. Think about their journey to get to the NBA Finals. Both teams very fortunate when it came to the oppo their opponents throughout the playoffs for the most part. Be so many injuries, whether the certain players were out prior to the series even starting or guys going down with injuries during the said playoff series. And and that's why we got the finals that we have. Now, it's been, they've, it's been great games. They've been fun to watch the mm -hmm. last two games in particular. Plenty of offense. If you like offense, that was the game for you in game game five and then in game four both very competitive games and I think right now it's the the mindset for for me of where is Phoenix right now you talked about it yeah very young team aside from Chris Paul uh, and and Jay Crowder really it's a incredibly young roster and you know feeling good about themselves after winning the first two games in Phoenix and and played very well and were clearly I mean basically from start to finish in both of those games they were clearly the better team and then you saw in in game four, really just letting that game. I think when Devin Booker went out with that fifth foul early in that fourth quarter, it really impacted the, obviously it impacted the flow because he was flowing. Yeah. Booker was balling in that game. We know how hard he was to, to control and really impacted where that game went in the fourth quarter and letting that lead slip away late and the turnovers late in particular for Chris Paul and how much the, the, he's just been hounded game after game, full court. As soon as he picks, touches the ball, he's got Drew Holiday locked onto him. Uh, I think that's taken a toll on Chris Paul through this series. And and not that he's played poorly, but those turnovers, in particular games three and game four, were really impactful. And then game five, they came out. They were. They, you saw the confidence. Right. What well, they weren't shook after losing those first two, those two games in Milwaukee. Phoenix came out and jumped on them early. They had a 16 point lead after the first quarter. But again, getting back to Monty Williams' point about their their lack of transition defense, not picking up when they get into the sets, guys kind of scrambling and having to to fi find their guy and hustle through transition was really impactful for them. I think they maybe that youth kind of caught up with them in that first quarter, feeling like, all right, we're back home now. We're up 16. It's all fun in games let's pop that champagne wait a minute you still have 36 minutes to play and you do have some players on that other side that are hungry too and the bucks didn't fade obviously didn't fall away and got themselves right back into the game quickly into that second quarter kind of a wake-up call for the sun so where's the mindset right now for for this young suns team's pritch now on the brink of elimination having to go on the road to save their season in milwaukee come game six well i think they're questioning themselves james to be honest with you you scored 37 points in that opening quarter at home you probably feel like, okay, we have control of this game. Uh, we're executing what we need to execute uh, after the long layoff practice, uh, whatever you saw on film as well. So everything's going right. Uh, but then you look up and everything starts to go right for Milwaukee. And as a young team, I wonder how, like you said, I wonder how they're going to be able to handle that. Because if you're Booker and you're going for 40 points, you're doing your part. Uh, if, you're, if you're even Chris Paul uh, and, and you're scoring at times, uh, but yet, you know, not completing the basketball game the way that you need to as a, as a floor general, uh, that's concerning. So I, I think as a young team, you're going to look to those vets. And if you can't get the proper response from Chris Paul, I think you're going to be lost out there if you're the Suns. 
not only from Chris Paul, but now head coach Monty Williams got to earn his money here. He's mm-hmm. got to keep this this team confident. And we saw him confident that the way they stepped out in game five, those last two games, was kind of thinking and concerned about, well, what was game five going to look like for the Suns at the start? Were they still, were they still thinking about that fourth quarter in Milwaukee in game four where they had that double-digit lead and for three quarters in that game until Booker would saddled with 5,000 foul trouble, they were clearly the better team, and they were on their way to getting that three to one series advantage was there were they still going to have their minds back in game four or were they ready to game five and they are absolutely ready i just think they got a little too far ahead of themselves feeling good about themselves after rolling in that first quarter they scored 37 points in that first quarter second quarter they allowed 43 and now it was a whole new ball game having to go in at halftime so dose of reality there i think here pritch this is you know it's going into milwaukee and as well as drew holidays played and Giannis, the toughest matchup on the floor when it comes to the physicality that he brings driving to the rim because the Suns just can't match up with that. Most right. teams can't match up with that in the <laughs> NBA. Uh, this is the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. This is not, we're not going back to the United Center and you're facing Jordan and, and Pippen and Rodman going in there to try to save your season. This is the Milwaukee Bucks, right? And obviously the Suns, a young team here. We've talked about that, but I think the, the, these, I don't, these were the two teams we expected to be here in the finals and the, and the star power here. Nobody's won a championship on these teams. So uh, there's some pressure on the Milwaukee Bucks as well. So I don't think this is just going to be that simple of, well, Milwaukee's got all the momentum. They've won the last three games. Yes, the last two games were competitive, very competitive games, and Milwaukee was able to make the plays down the stretch to take and win both of those games. But now pressure's on Milwaukee to go home. You Mm -hmm. got what you needed. You needed that win in game five. Now you all have to step up in game six and close this out and finish that. But They've never been in this situation before. It's not just that simple. There's not just a, a script that they go and read prior to the game and go execute it on the floor. Suns are going to have something to say about it, too. I think it's going to be a very competitive game tomorrow night. Yeah, let's get into it right now, James. Uh, Milwaukee are laying five at home, 222 and a half. Uh, the total here in Vegas right now, uh, you look at the series winner, uh, this has shifted Milwaukee minus 400 now, Phoenix plus 310, as expected, though. Uh, again, it goes back to can the road team match the energy of the home team. The, the Bucks were able to do that in Phoenix uh, after, outside the first quarter. Uh, they weathered the storm, James. Now, can the Suns weather whatever storm is going to be up there in Milwaukee and start to execute the way that they need to? I think they can. I I, I think again, it, this is the Milwaukee Bucks. It's this is mm-hmm. a roster that doesn't have that championship closing experience on it. Like we we're just so accustomed, Pritch. I think we've seen the NBA Finals for so long. It's the you know the star power of so many. Whether it's the Warriors in their run before LeBron James feel like he's in the finals every other year. Uh, just the San Antonio Spurs, the runs that they've had. And, uh, it's, we just get used to seeing these high quality hot you know these these absolute all-star players out there on the floor that we've seen and we can book that we can put into our memory banks to say this is the way that we can handicap it because we've seen these players and or these teams in those situations before that we can say well that's going to be part of the handicap we've seen it happen before we know how they close they've been there they've done that we can trust in that we can't do that here. At least I can't do that as a better. Now I'm sitting, I lost that Sun Series ticket in six. I still have that Sun Series ticket in seven plus 450. 
50. I'm not going to cash that out right now. I'm still going to hang on to that. That's a good number as it is. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm not going to cash that out because I don't think it's just going to be that simple for Milwaukee now using the same blueprint. Now, they've made the adjustments. Those are the things that we talked about after the first two games. What were the adjustments Milwaukee was going to make on the defensive side? Because they were going to have to do something because ultimately, whether it was Chris Paul and or Devin Booker in particular, getting whatever shots that they wanted and Aiton doing pretty well on the paint too. Uh, what was that going to look like in game three? Now, we've seen those adjustments. We, they've gone smaller. You're seeing less minutes for Brooke Lopez on the floor. You're seeing more Bobby Portis. You're seeing, you're, like we talked about, Holiday picking up 55 and pu full court on to Chris Paul and wearing him down. What are we going to see out of the Suns on this side now uh, to make some type of adjustment to combat that, especially when it comes to the, the fatigue factor that might be settling in on Chris Paul? But the mental side of it, I think the Suns are, it's a, yes, it is a young team, but these are guys that, that they're feeling themselves too. And I think they play with a lot of confidence. We saw it in game five. I think they, they'll bring that same confidence that we saw start out in that first quarter in game five. I think they'll bring that to Milwaukee come game six. Yeah, we've seen Giannis get healthier along the way with the extra day, you know, whether you're going to go every other day or not. Uh, who cares, really, at this point? Uh, but yet these two teams have figured it out. I think for the Suns on their side, uh, eventually they're going to have to convince themselves we got to win in Milwaukee at some point. Uh, whether it was going to be game three, game four, or now game six here. Uh, so I, I think that's the mindset. You, you have to have that mindset if you're the Suns looking at them at a plus five situation. Now, Chris Paul, the adjustments, I expect them to help him out in terms of letting him get up the floor, whether if that's pain uh, facilitating or if that's somebody else bringing the ball uh, up the court. Uh, somehow, Chris Paul is going to have to get involved offensively in a big way. He will. And yeah. we know that he's not just going to – He, as much as the fatigue factor sets in, there's that competitive pride piece that's going to have to show up and kick out for mm -hmm. Chris Paul. And it'll be there. It wasn't like he had a bad game in game five. Only had one turnover. Was much better with the basketball in game five. Really, it was just the shooting. It was the open opportunities that we saw consistently for the Bucks. And then Drew Holiday, he finally found his – he finally found his rhythm. Hadn't lost his confidence. He took 20 shots in game four <laughs> – <laughs> Only made four of those. Now, you would think you talked about his maturity, Pritch, earlier. Yeah, the maturity's there because that didn't rattle him. He w you go four for 20 in a game like that in game four, you probably might be questioning, all right, should I be taking the volume shots? My shots is not sticking right now because he hasn't really shot the ball very well throughout the this series, throughout the playoffs for that matter. Found his rhythm, found his range in that game, game five, play with a ton of confidence. But does he continue to shoot as well as he did, especially through those first three quarters in game five? Does that carry over to game six? I just think here are the Suns. Although they've had a very, uh, they, the Suns have had a very fortunate path to the finals. Just right. thinking about their first series with the Lakers, injuries to that roster with AD and and LeBron, the Nuggets team that was completely decimated in the backcourt with Murray and other factors there, uh, young players back there to have to step up into those roles, and then no Kawhi Leonard for the for the Clippers for the for the duration of that series. But in all three of those series, the Suns went on the road to close out. Now, obviously, this is not a closeout situation, but in their mind here. It is a closeout situation for the Suns because if they don't win, they are closed out. Mm -hmm. The party's over. The series is over. You're packing your bags. You're going to go hang out with Mike Pritchard at 2.30 a.m. in Las <laughs> Vegas because your season's over, right? <laughs> so this is where it's got to be. So I think that mentality, Pritch, will be there because they've gone on the road in the, in the situation where they had the opportunity to close out. Yes, it was to win a series, but you go on the road, you close out the Lakers, the Nuggets, and the Clippers in successive series on that road. There's some road warrior to them as well. This will be a confident team. I'm not ready to throw away and burn up that
that that ticket in Suns and Seven just yet. Well, we can go shopping here too because Phoenix, like I mentioned, for the series plus three ten uh, odds to win NBA uh, MVP NBA Finals. Giannis leaves away at minus four hundred to think that he was plus five hundred at one point. Uh, so Devin Booker plus six hundred, James, uh, and then you have Chris Paul at plus seven hundred. Uh, the Phoenix take care of business. The Suns take care of business in game six, go back and Phoenix for game seven. They win this thing. Uh, there's some interesting prices right there for MVP. I think the MVP, I want to make a case and I know it's not going to hit and no one's going to, you'll never, you can, it's a throwaway money, but I want to make a case for Drew Holiday and his impact on this series. Okay. Yes, in game five, scoring best player on the court when it came to the offensive side, especially for the first three quarters. Kept, I mean, just that was really the igniter there when he got mm -hmm. back in. He got foul trouble, came back in, and they took off in that second quarter. Uh, but his impact on the game and the series and collective series on Chris Paul and really being able to neutralize Chris Paul in games three and four with the turnovers, the, the lack of opportunities. We saw Chris Paul wear down and the effort and energy that's been expended by Drew Holiday on the defensive end, picking up, when you're picking up full court each and every possession defensively, that's a lot of energy, Britch, and he's bringing it, he's putting it out there, he's competing. Uh, yeah, Giannis is the best player for the Bucks, and he'll win it. Bucks win the series, he's going to be the MVP, but just thinking about yeah, 66 and one. That's juicy. It's not going to happen because we know it's subjectively voted, mm -hmm. and it's not like he's. We're we're filling up the stat sheet there. He's not filling up the stat sheet because a lot of his impact on this game and or in this series so far on that defensive side doesn't show out in the statistics on a box score. But somebody like Drew Holiday, I mean, yeah, Giannis MVP. I'm not going to go anywhere else. I'm not going to bet it here, laying three and a half dollars. But maybe it's the other side. If you wanted to look somewhere else, let's say the Suns do win, they keep their season alive. They keep this series alive now we roll back to game seven in phoenix who's been the best player the most consistent player for this phoenix suns team it's been devin booker mm -hmm. who's going to have to continue to do what he's done for the suns to win sentimentality that's i know there was talk about that with chris paul the suns win everybody wants to vote for him but not what we've seen has not had the impact in this series anywhere close to what devin booker has had so if you're letting us go somewhere down that market there with chris paul between chris paul and or devin booker Make mine Devin Booker plus 600 because if they win this series and come back in game six, he's going to have another phenomenal game. He has to do that regardless of whether Chris Paul plays well or not. It's going to rely on Devin Booker because he's the only one out there that can right. put up a 40 spot. We know that. Mm -hmm. He's done that before. He can do it again here. And if they do it, maybe that's an angle to look at the MVP race. Yeah, he had 42 in game four out there in Milwaukee too. So, I mean, that that's something to look forward to from a Devin Booker standpoint. Uh, I'm going to throw some lighter fluid on that Devin Booker fire too from an MVP standpoint, James, because uh, he turned the ball over. He, he allowed uh, Holiday to steal the rock from him inside the paint. Uh, you're down one point. If he could have got a shot up, who yeah. knows? Maybe they win, maybe they don't. But I think as a superstar that eats at you, that festers a little bit for, for a guy like Booker. So for him to have a 40-point a performance, uh, I look for a big performance from Booker. Uh, now, if they get to game seven, plus 600 is very, very attractive there for MVP. Well, and you mentioned that turnover. He went too deep. Yeah. He had he had Tucker off balance. He had him on his hip right there. Step back right there at the foul line. Count it. The way that book was the way that Booker was booking in that game, he would have knocked that down from 15 right there. He took that extra dribble into the paint. He went too deep. But maybe that was part of the youth right there. Yeah. He had that 
pull-up jumper at the foul line. That would have been money, but he got, takes it an extra dribble. Now you got big Giannis that jump, <laughs> cuts off your driving path to the lane. Now you turn around, right? There it is. There's Drew Holiday with a great steal, and then they finish on the other A. Yeah, going to want some redemption on that side of the on that side of the ball for Devin Booker come game six as well. Yeah, I mean, all his teammates thought he was going to shoot it, too, as they look for the rebound. Only one outlet was Paul, but uh, give credit to Holiday uh, right there. When we continue with the program, we're going to get into Major League Baseball. We're about to find out what the Red Sox are made of. Big schedule. Major League Baseball. Let's come up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) 
Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM's all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have your state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard. James Salinas with you today. James, I mentioned Boston Red Sox. Uh, they took care of business against the Yankees. Yankees only game one uh, game on them in terms of the standings. But here you go with one of the hotter teams in baseball right now, Toronto. Uh, in Buffalo, of all places. But they're at home, minus 134, 10 and a half the total in this matchup. Yeah, it's looking at the number one, the park where they play, and then where these pitchers stand right now, and how they've faced so faced their opposing lineups twice. Both mm-hmm. pitchers have faced the opposing lineups twice. Both pitchers have absolutely been tagged. Pavetta two starts, his ERA's ERA sitting at nine versus Toronto, and Stripling is even worse than that. His ERA is nearly ten in two starts against the Red Sox. However, I remember that first start against the Red Sox. That was where pitching coach the the pitch staff there with the Blue Jays noticed something with Stripling when he got tagged in that first go around against Boston that he was tipping his pitches and they did they they worked on his on his delivery and his set to try to whatever he was doing to tip his pitches uh, they they corrected it for the most part since then he did have another start where they they tagged him pretty good against the mm-hmm. Red Sox that was really his only other bad start except for la- the the start prior to the all-star break we gave up three home runs to Tampa and got tagged but Stripling has pitched much better since they made that correction to his delivery. So, yeah, I think that's where that total is sitting here. And I think for the Red Sox, did see Cora, you know, didn't hit the baseball well last night at all. And Cora was a little concerned manager for the Red Sox is talking about. Typically, the Red Sox are very disciplined at the plate and they work both sides of the plate and and swing at strikes. They're not chasing pitches out of the zone. And that's what he talked about. Maybe they were pressing a little bit on Sunday night baseball back here against they've still like they're always on Sunday night baseball against the Yankees <laughs> right. every other week. But uh, in this case here, he said that they had chased a lot of pitches out of the zone, little uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic for that team because mm-hmm. they are so disciplined at the plate and do spray the ball all around the field here. Yeah. I, I can see why the line's moving the way that it is. I typically am not going to lay that big, any kind of big number when we're talking about totals in double digits, but I wouldn't want to bet the under with either of these lineups, especially with the way the blue Jays are hitting the baseball, although they really got to take advantage of a very bad Texas Rangers team over the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you got two hot offenses too. Would you, I mean, would you look at team totals at all? Or, I mean, it's the pitching matchup doesn't, isn't favorable uh, to either side either. I did. I was looking at some of the team totals, but they're juiced pretty high. Yeah. Like if you want to take the Blue Jays to score four and a half runs, you're laying a dollar fifty, and that just gets beyond. You know, I would, you already know how frugal I am when it mm-hmm. comes to laying juice on on a lot of these uh, bets. So if you wanted to find where you didn't have to lay as much juice, plus one hundred five at five and a half to go over, but too many runs for me. Usually that's the cap for me right there when we do team totals. It's going to be four and a half runs. Don't go much further than that. But laying a dollar fifty right now, I like the Blue Jays on this side here 
but uh, I don't want to lay the dollar thirty-five. If anything, it would be Blue Jays or nothing for me, right. and the over or nothing. But right now, it's probably just going to be the nothing and the nothing for me. I'm probably just going to lay off. Yeah, it looks game. like the public's all over the Blue Jays too, uh, as well. I mean, what you see is highlight after highlight of the Blue Jays. Vlad. Uh, hitting home runs, uh, Blue Jays scoring two. Then you got the Red Sox as one of the hotter offenses. Uh, so not surprised. I, I guess I am a little surprised. But maybe the pitching matchup suggests why more people are on the Blue Jays in this one. Well, and now the Blue Jays are are getting healthier. We're mm-hmm. we're start. We see Springer in the lineup for them now. Right, he missed a lot of time at the beginning of the season. So this is now turning into the Blue Jays, the the mash team that we thought it would be once they were fully healthy. And yeah, the way that they're hitting the baseball right now, and and I think this team's excited. They've they're yeah, obviously played well and and hammered on the Rangers, but they also are going to be going back to Toronto here soon. I think they're excited. I mean, you would think so. They've been a home away from home and another. <laughs> home away from home, whether it was in Tampa, now in Buffalo, and you're finally going to get back Mm -hmm. to the friendly confines in Toronto. I mean, that's something to be excited about. And the fact that nobody is, yes, Boston's had a great first half of the season, but that pitching is going to regress. And I think they know that. And the way the Yankees have been playing and the injuries that the Rays are dealing with right now, I think Blue Jays are feeling good about themselves, knowing that even though there are a number of games back in the division, they still have an opportunity to compete and win the AL East. Yeah, just six back uh, right there. He's a fired up team. I won't call them the juniors, but uh, they do have the pedigree of all those sons of former Major League Baseball players uh, on that roster. Let's get back and we'll follow up with some more baseball games on the schedule. That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College football season is right around the corner, and that means the VSEN College Football Betting Guide is coming soon. Our experts look at the impact of the transfer portal, key games on the schedule, and early season trends to watch so you have a betting edge this football season. The guide is only $19.99, and discounts are available when you buy early, so now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for VSEN All Access and get everything we have to offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today, continuing with the baseball schedule. James, I'm intrigued by the Mets on the road against Cincinnati. Uh, we got Eikhoff, uh going up against Gutierrez. Now, Eikhoff, he's a guy that's been floating around uh, here, but the Mets are up against it. DeGrom going on the IL again and uh, with fatigue or whatever is going on with his arm, but yet pitching, no offense. The combination there is intriguing to me as the Mets are on the road, plus a, a 103-11 is the total in this matchup. Well, Lindor's on the shelf for a while yeah. with an oblique, so I think that's going to be a couple weeks. They haven't announced how long that's going to be, so you're going to take Lindor out of the lineup. You mentioned DeGrom. He was supposed to start this game. That's where it was. Now it's mm-hmm. forearm stiffness, and they're going to wait. He's had a little different little ailments with right. his arm all season long, right? Missed a start here or there with shoulder tightness, these kind of things. Got to be concerning for Mets fans and Mets backers if, you, if you're if you looking at them as second half of the season now starting and 
on the other side of the second half. We keep saying second half, but a lot of teams played about 90 games prior to the All-Star break. So, you know, still a long order to go. Dog days of August are, 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 are fast approaching here. And for the Mets team right now, yeah, that, we're able to come back. Fell behind 6 nothing to the Pirates yesterday and <laughs> all looked lost considering they were be swept, especially the way that they dumped that game on Saturday night. Just the off of the bullpen. Another, another bullpen implosion, not only by the Mets, all over the league, but you know, you were able to come back and win that game against the lowly Pirates. Now you're going to go on on the road and now go face the Cincinnati team. And they got humbled. Cincinnati was feeling themselves going into the all-star break about how they closed out the season in Milwaukee, feeling like they were back in the race there against the Brewers in the NL Central. And uh, Brewers said, no, this is our division, boys. We're going to show you what it looks like here, what good pitching looks like. And we're completely shut down. Burnsy, as he just, he was dealing yesterday. That was, yeah. that was a nice one. I had the uh, one of those pitcher props there. But here, yeah, I mean, for the Reds, it all comes down to, to, to matchups here with the pitching style. But thinking about the mindset, too, with the Mets here, actually, Pritch, I got involved and I did. I took um, a piece of the Phillies here to win the NL East. They were sitting at plus 450, mm. thinking about where the Phillies stand right now in the standings and the fact that the uh, the Mets have some injuries going forward and some pressure on them, too. This might be a spot to back the Reds coming back to a very friendly hitters park there in Cincinnati uh, for them and not having to deal with the, uh, the pitching staff that they saw over the weekend against the Brewers of anything. I haven't bet this game, but of anything, I'd probably be looking at the Reds in this spot. Yeah, looking at the Reds for sure, especially at home. Now, that total is way too high. I think all totals are kind of um, up there, uh, just looking and shopping a little bit after the weekend, James. Uh, but the Reds at home, giving them a good chance to, uh, for victory in this one, uh, laying a dollar thirteen against Ikoff. <laughs> uh, and the Mets, the Mets are reeling right now. Offensively, cannot put, uh, put together any runs uh, consistently. Anyway, I think they're ranked like 29th or 28th or something like that. And then you have this pitcher that I don't know how long he's going to last on the bump against the Reds. Yeah, and that's where the Reds now licking their wounds from it. And you got, you got to get over it and get over it fast. You know, he's out there giving you hugs for either side. And, yeah, I agree. I think here, I mean, Gutierrez had, hasn't pitched very well right. in that park for the Reds. But, you know, it is very uh, hitter-friendly park. For for Cincinnati when they're at home to hit, but tough on your on your teammate when they're having to go on that bump as well. And we saw that Sonny Gray did not pitch well yesterday either against the Brewers. He really got lit up. But here, I agree. I think this is the spot. If I was going to back it here, it'd be Reds or nothing for me here, Pritch. Okay, we got the um, Astros playing about 500 ball at home right now, James, uh, against the Indians. Uh, big number, though. I'd probably stand away from uh, this uh, number here, minus 224, the Astros at home, the total at nine. Yeah, it feels like a big number, but ultimately it's it's the pitching matchup here with Mejia. Mejia is just the spot starter again, and he's, I mean, he's really gotten hammered so far this season. You're going to have to go face this Astros line. I know Bregman hasn't been in there for a while. Bregman is going to start his, I, I believe he's going to start his his assignment here pretty soon coming back from his injury. He's been out of the lineup for quite a while, but that's the toughest team to strike out it are the Houston Astros and kind of licking their wounds after getting humbled over the weekend, uh, the last two games against the Chicago White Sox and not hitting the baseball and good pitching beats good hitting. We definitely saw that the last two games from the Chicago 
Chicago White Sox to cement themselves right now, in my mind, as the the favorite in the American League to to move forward with the pennant. Uh, but here with the Astros, it's a big number. So I was I was looking into some of those team totals like we like to get into sometimes. But I think the the thing here was I was looking at the over in the first five, sitting at four and a half. It's laying a dollar twenty. Now, yeah, I don't love the Indians lineup, and they got some injuries to the out uh, in the corners of the outfield as to that lineup as well. But you know, with the way the Astros hit the baseball, going to be happy to come back home and not have to face the Chicago White Sox and that pitching staff here against an Indians team and, and with Mejia on the mound, who's just been a batting practice pitcher all season long when he's had the ball in his hands. And Zach Greinke, I think there was some talk about maybe there was some arm fatigue for him. It had been a long first half of the season. He had 19, 19 starts prior to the All-Star break. He was averaging 90 pitches per game in each one of those starts. So I think that goes a little beyond where he's at right now in his age. So is there going to be a shorter hook for Granke tonight? I think that's the angle that I was looking at here, Pritch. First five, as far as the total is concerned, sitting at four and a half collectively, juiced to $1.20. I like the over. All right. We got the Angels on the road against the Athletics. Uh, Oakland, uh, $1.09 at home. Eight's the total. Uh, intriguing matchup. Batani does it again with the home run. See what he can do on the bump tonight. Yeah, a little tired for Otani. Yeah. He said it too. He started before that home run last night. He was two for 12 since coming back from the All-Star break. A lot of travel, a lot of commitments, a mm -hmm. lot of speaking engagements, you name it. As well as we saw him get gassed in that home run derby <laughs> the first round. Didn't make it out of the first round. Completely gassed in the in the thin air out here in Denver. Uh, but I, th I think with, with uh, look at the other side with Cole Irvin. Right. I mean, the kid's been very consistent all season long, especially his last seven starts. His ERA is just a tick under three. And the fact that he is, you know, you're such a friend, pitcher friendly ballpark. And right now the A's aren't hitting the baseball very well, like the lineup for the Angels, whenever Mike Trout finally gets back mm -hmm. and gets healthy, if he's going to get healthy again to, to give some protection behind Otani again. I think that's the one thing that's been lost of what Otani's done. For the most part, he's done it without Mike Trout. Mike Trout hits third, Otani hits second. Yeah. You have Mike Trout hitting behind you. You get a lot of fatties to, to hit, and he hasn't been getting those and still hitting the baseball the way that he has in the first half of the season. Credit to him. But if anything, might be looking at first five under in this spot, just with the pitching, especially with Cole Irvin on the mound. Pitching sensational so far for Oakland, especially at home. Oakland's just three and a half back of Houston uh, in that division, too. Uh, when we continue the program, Betham GM posted some non-Power 5 college football conference championship odds. We're going to go over those coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. With BetMGM's Money Monday Club, a $10 free bet will automatically add to your count and be in place when you make a total wager of $50 between Monday and Sunday. That's right. You'll wake up with a $10 free bet every Monday just for betting $50 during the previous seven days. Get rewarded for your bets every week at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 Located in Colorado, Iowa, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 800-9WITH-IT in Indiana. And Tennessee, call or text the red line, 800-889-9789. Money Monday Club, not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas with you today. Um, college football, non-Power 5 conferences, uh, James. Some odds, early odds here to discuss. Uh, the American Athletic Conference, Cincinnati minus 200. Uh, they're the cream of the crop right there. Certainly UCF, though. With a new coach, uh, plus 400, James. Uh, Memphis at plus 900, not really interested there. Uh, let's start with Cincinnati. Your thoughts? 
I'll start with Cincinnati, and and well, I I got to get over it. I had that ticket on them to win that give the the bowl game against Georgia money line, and that fourth quarter just collapsed. I hope hope they got over it better than I have. So from here, I mean, think about how much momentum they would have had to finally beat one of those big big daddies in the power conferences, especially SEC like George Bulldogs, and and win a bowl game. But but ultimately that aside, it's going to start. You think about the offense there with Ritter and makes plays with his feet. Going to have to be more. Consistent consistent with his accuracy, throwing the ball down the field, uh, have a little more balance to his game that way. But, you know, bigger and better when the offseason comes, another year of maturation and growth for for Ritter in that respect. But it's, uh, it obviously starts with Fickle and the defensive side of the football for the Bearcats, how dominant they are, how physical they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, fly to the ball, great tackling team. Just love them on that defensive side there. And then I look at the schedule, too, and who are the other – who are the contenders within the conference? Where do they have to play them? What is that schedule? schedule look like for them and all their tough conference games are uh, the toughest conference games Pritch are all going to be at home they're going to get Tulsa SMU and Central Florida all at home and Houston and Memphis aren't even on their schedule so I think the schedule is very favorable for the Bearcats and you mentioned Central Florida their new coach new head coach Gus Malzahn and you know he's going to bring a, uh, an interesting up-tempo type offense they already had that there in Central Florida with Dylan Gabriel and mm-hmm. you know and Gil- Gabriel can throw it all over the yard we know that and he has to do that because they couldn't stop anybody last year that secondary uh the secondary was just atrocious they gave up multiple games of 400 yards passing and and i think the last three games they just couldn't get off the field and so they were just crazy wild shootouts gabriel's a lot of fun to watch the the malzahn's gonna make that that offense even fly even faster Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun to watch football but i like teams that can get stops and get off the field and make some plays defensively so that's where i'm at with cincinnati i know they're the two favorite and I get it I understand where the money is on them as a big favorite in the AAC because with the the lack of defense that we see for the other teams in particular Central Florida love the talent love the offense but not the defensive side make mine Cincinnati all right well here's where the programs get uh, upgraded because of the transfer portal uh, offensively for UCF defensively for uh, Cincinnati uh, and so they're going to bolster their defense with Cincinnati minus 200. What gets interesting, though, with Gabriel, that quarterback, and can he get on the same page with Mazan uh, early on uh, with the upgrades, too, uh, on the offensive skill positions? So I, I think that's where it gets intriguing to me. Because to me, college football still, you can separate yourselves. Uh, high school, college football, you separate yourselves with better athletes, more so than the National Football League, obviously. And what is the impact too, Pritch, when you've been in a system that you, you're as it, because we know there's such turnover, definitely mm-hmm. turnover in rosters when it comes to players coming and going and transfer portal now, just even wild, you know, even more wild when we're going to talk about what a roster is going to look like <laughs> as college football nears and kicks off here within a month or so. Uh, but then when you have a new coach and you have a new system, it just takes, doesn't it take some time for the players? That's not the guy that recruited you there. That's not the system that we were running that I came to, to cut. If you're on the offensive side, that's not the system that I was that I was signing up for when I came how much time does that take like how does that mesh how does the chemistry piece work when it comes to a new coach in particular on the offensive side Pritch that you can speak to uh, that there's the switch in coach and the switch in the system you can do it uh, during the spring ball season or session uh, because certainly you're going to have some work in the off season too in the summer but then you have fall camp but uh, I I think once you introduce a new system in the spring uh, guys can can get used to it. So high school football and college football are not that different either. I think Melzahn, his, I think how he calls the plays are going to be different, but from the concept standpoint, offensively, it's not going to be foreign to uh, Gabriel out there too much anyway. Now he's got upgrades too at weapons. 
Yeah, and he's got talent. Right. So that I I as far as you know, just having some time to adjust in spring ball, and that's the thing you're going to have all of that this year. Didn't have mm-hmm. all of that Didn't last that. year for mm-hmm. anybody that was going through transition. You have all that this year, so basically a normal off season in that sense for all the for for most colleges as far as being able to get back out there and and have a full season to work with new coaches coming in. I just get a little leery. I definitely have been leery when it comes to new coaches coming into the NFL and taking over uh, a team for what that looks like the offense or the defensive side. I, I give time doesn't mean that I don't think that they can do it I just kind of have reserved some judgment until I want to see it play out I need to see a few games on the on the field first and that's kind of how I feel about the uh, that's kind of how I feel about Central Florida totally agree with that because I know in the National Football League uh, habits and players are no longer coachable uh, in college, they're still coachable, though. <laughs> we'll see if Mazan can can reach these guys, though. That's for sure. Uh, let's get over to the MAC. Uh, Ball State plus three fifty, Buffalo plus three hundred, uh, Central Michigan plus five hundred there as well. The MAC's going to be interesting, I think, uh, this season, James. It's Maction, right? Yeah, right. Got Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever nights we're going to be playing Mac ball. Uh, and we know in Mac ball what rules it's, it's, it's the passing, it's scoring points. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a wild league. And even the shortened season last year was a lot of fun to watch and thinking about like Buffalo. Well, how are they going to be? You got a new coach there coming into Buffalo. Going to take some time there with a new coach, head coach rolling in and not going to have Jared Patterson to run the football the way that he had a sensational season that he had for, for the Bulls. Was looking a little further here because it is Maction, and we know that these teams love to light it up. Uh, was looking a that's not too far down the list, but was looking at Kent State because thinking about all the return, everybody that's returning, especially on the offensive side of the football. Head coach Sean Lewis going to be, I think, his fourth season now. So these are all his guys. Every year they've gotten progressively better, not only in the in the record department, wins and losses department, but also offensively. I mean, last year with Dustin Crum throwing the football, that team, I know. And it was, it's, it's kind of interesting, Pritch. And I think that's the one thing we have to consider is what can we take away from last year, depending on the conference, some conferences basically played an entire season and other conferences, a very shortened season where folks, some teams only got to play three, four, five games. Uh, what can we take away from what we saw in the Mac last year with some uh, limited access with some of these teams? Some teams only really played three or four games in that conference, but I liked what I saw of Kent state and their ability just to sling the football all over the field the the tempo i mean they scored 50 points per game on average did they last year with dustin crumb plus they can they have some balance running the football and i know the defense doesn't make a whole lot of plays getting off there but the entire offensive line returns from last year's team plenty of offensive weapons on that team and then dustin crumb and and the way that they throw the football there Looking at Kent State plus 350 i know it's not a huge number there as far as a good dog price but when we're talking about maxion, we're talking about action, we're talking about scoring, and I think we're going to see continued scoring rolling out of Kent State and the Golden Flash. Yeah, I mean, with Buffalo plus 300, uh, Ball State plus 352, I mean, it doesn't suggest uh, a margin there or anything significant. So the other side, the other division, though, Toledo plus 450, uh, Central Michigan as well. Like, like you mentioned, Kent State 12-1, to 1, I think it could be wide open uh, in that conference. How about the Mountain West, James? Uh, the Mountain West, Boise State, with a new coach and two quarterbacks, uh, they lead the way at minus 110. Uh, Nevada's plus 400 uh, strong. He's uh, he's one of those type of quarterbacks. The air raid up there with the Wolfpack. I like San Jose State plus 500 here uh, in this conference as well. 
Dad, well, tell, tell me then what you saw out of last year. Obviously, it's a sensational season out of the Spartans last mm-hmm. year. Don't think they were expected to win the Mountain West Conference. And, and really the coaching piece and the coaching and the culture there that we saw and how that team, just the, the competitive mindset, the defense that we saw of that team each and every week, just a very consistent play, obviously, to, to play that the way that it, they did last season. What can you take away from last season that applies to, to 2021, Pritch? Well, Nick Starkle, uh, the returning quarterback, uh, he's going to be a senior and then also you got a lot of returning returners right there. Not a lot of tra- uh, transition or turnover. Uh, but Brent Brennan uh, is one of those quarter uh, co- uh, coaches, I believe, uh, James, that will be sought after. Now, uh, he's gone back to San Jose State. Has kind of resurrected that program. That program was dead not too long ago. They didn't have any money, any funding. And so now uh, Brennan has created some excitement around the program. So he's got momentum. Fresno State's going to be better too, uh, I believe as well. But Brennan's got these athletes uh, that has committed to this program in a significant way. And so it's a tough part of that conference though, because Boise State's uh, in a different uh, uh, East division route. So uh, Boise State probably should run the table, but San Jose State uh, with Fresno State and Nevada could be tough for him. I still like him at plus 500 though. Plus 500. That's a good. I mean, it's a nickel play right there. And mm-hmm. and again, we, you know, where, where, you know how much I love to see the the coach and the the culture and it really the identity of a team. And you think about what they can carry over and the momentum and really the excitement in the off season. You've been through that before in your college football days, Pritch, of the excitement of what you were able to carry over, the success you had from one season, and how that spills over in the next year for these young guys. And makes sense to me at plus 500. I like that play as well. Yeah, you know. So the non-power five is just so different. I, I think some schools in a power five situation, uh, you can size them up. To, okay, what's going to be the differences there? But you can you can distinguish, I, I think, between non-power five schools from a talent standpoint. Uh, certain continuity is important as well. That'll do it for hour number one. Hour number two, we'll get back to some more preview of non-power five conferences as well as return to NBA. All that and more coming up. Hour number two right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Yeah. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.